You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. Welcome to the Spotlight Series, an in-depth look at those making a difference in the arts and beyond. I'm your host, Patrick Oliver-Jones, and in this first season, I'll be putting the spotlight on a wonderful nonprofit organization called Only Make Believe. For more than 20 years, they have brought interactive theater into children's hospitals, special education schools, and care facilities with the goal of inspiring joy and imagination in those who have medically fragile conditions and developmental disabilities. I'm always amazed and delighted by the performances, by the performers, because, you know, three actors at any given moment are truly the driving force and the engine of Only Make Believe. For our second episode, we will hear from theater husbands Brad Oscar and Diego Prieto. Brad serves on the board of OMB and regularly performs in their annual galas, while Diego is a longtime actor in the company. We talk about how it was the stage that brought them together, what led each of them to come to New York, and how Only Make Believe has affected both of their lives in profound ways. It's a wonderful example of how imagination inspires us not only to better our own lives, but the lives of those around us as well. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome, Brad and Diego. It is so good to see you both again. I'm so glad that we get to sit down and talk today. Yes, we are as well. Very happy to be here. Well, you know, one of the biggest milestones for any theater actor is becoming a card-carrying member of Actors' Equity. And so I wanted to get your beginnings and how both of you got your equity card in this business. Diego, we'll start with you. Uh, Well, I got my equity card back in 2003 in Washington, D.C. at Arena Stage uh, with the production of Frank Lesser's Senior Discretion himself. It was a new show. It was amazing. Uh, I remember when they told me what I was going to get paid a week, and I flipped out. Diego <laughs> um, thought the salary was for the entire was, do run. I, do I get they told him what he was getting at the end of the run. <laughs> the producer was like, "This is weekly," and I was like, "Oh my god!" No, it was the same way. Whenever I joined Disney World, which is how I got my card, and I was like, six hundred a week. What? I've never seen this kind of money before. Right? It was favored nations kind of uh, thing, you know, because it was a big deal with Frank Lesser and. Charles Randolph Wright, the amazing Charles Randolph Wright, directed, and I'm so grateful for him because then through that I met Molly Smith, the artistic, the old artistic director of Arena Stage, 
and she uh, ended up marrying us at Arena after we <laughs> met doing Damn Yankees and then Cabaret wow. together there. So see what happens when you get your equity card. So right. That's when I got my equity card. 2003 at Arena Stage in DC. Nice. And you, Brad? Um, I got mine uh, uh, after I moved to the city after college. Um, I had been a member of, at that point, AFTRA was still its own union and, and had not merged with SAG yet. Uh, so I had been a member of AFTRA since I was a kid in, in DC. I did some TV work. So at that point, you could join one of the sister unions um, just because you, you know, if you belong to one of the other unions. So I belong to AFTRA. So uh, I moved to the city and I went to some open calls and stuff and, and not equity, you know, but eventually I thought, gee, I can get my, I can buy my card and I can then go to EP, you know, equity principal auditions, equity chorus auditions. Um, and uh, so I did just that and and started going to those and and actually booked my first uh, Broadway show from a from a, an open chorus call, uh, you know, an equity chorus call. So yeah, that's how I got my card, which was Aspects of Love, right? That was your first. Uh, yes, Aspects of Love, correct. Yes, and you were a swing in that. Yeah, if I'm... I had it. I actually did my first equity contract was in Worcester, Massachusetts. Oh, Worcester! What were in you doing Worcester. in Worcester? Like eighty nine. I did a production of Tom Foolery, the uh, Tom Lehrer. <laughs> review um so yes how about that yeah it's it's crazy the stuff that leads up to equity and then i mean for you it kind of worked out brad because you got the card and then were able to go to auditions you probably couldn't have gotten into without it yeah yeah i mean it certainly limits you as we know and it's a different world now in many ways although now equity has pretty much an open door policy if i'm correct which is yeah. interesting but yeah. um but yes certainly uh uh yes it was very advantageous at the time to be able to just, you know, get in front of people and audition. And for both of you, just generally speaking, in what ways does theater speak to you and connect with you just as a person, as an individual? Diego, we'll start with you again. Well, I mean, it just, I mean, it does the same thing it did to me when I was a kid. It like takes you to another place. You know, it gives you respite from your day-to-day -day life. You know, I, I as, as a theater goer, you know, I love being transported to a whole new place or, you know, uh, being shown a story in a different way or, you know, experiencing theater itself in a different way. Um, as an actor, you know, it's the magic of, you know, being able to assist in that journey, you know, with someone who's looking up to you with these wide eyes is just, you know, it's, there's, yeah, it's, it's incredible. Yeah, the storytelling and the transporting, exactly. Sharing a live experience, you know, with a room full of people, you know, which is different, of course, than, you know, sitting and watching it on TV or going to the movies. So, you know, the uniqueness of what that means to to share an experience. And then, yes, as like the, exactly what Diego said, as an actor to tell the story and then to be on the flip side of it and be 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 told or transported or, or you know, um, yeah, there's just, there's, it's a very unique thing and it only happens that night or that day at that moment i mean you know yeah we do it eight times a week ideally or whatever if you're you know doing a show and the, the repetition and you think oh i'm doing the same thing but you know you're really not in a way and there's something you know magical again to the live experience which happens you know all the time <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th I think that's something that it it can be easy to forget that sense of, well, yes, I'm on my 700th performance, but that person in the third row is seeing it for the first time. So, yeah, there is always that newness. Yeah, totally.
And how would you say that your relationship with theater has changed over the years? Hmm, that's interesting. Um, for me, it's funny you asked that because just last week I was thinking about how, you know, n not that I take where I live for granted, but I'm, I remind myself every now and then I'm in the middle of it all in terms of like everything I could potentially see is right here in my neighborhood, you know, and I have so much access to it. That's definitely changed throughout the years. You know, I, I rarely as a kid ever went to see a live thing. And when I did, it was just few and far between. Um, and then same thing in high school. I mean, I liked doing it, but I didn't see a lot. Um, so th that for me has definitely changed. I, I see a lot. We see a lot. Yeah, I mean, sure. It's wonderful being sure in the middle of New York in that respect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the bounty. Yeah, yeah. I, on the other hand, I think I've just become a little more, a little more critical and a little more. Um, uh, oh gosh, you know what's the word? I'm, you know, as you get older, right, and you do this, and you you refine your sense of like what what works for you, what doesn't work for you, know, whatever. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, I. I try to seek out things that I, you know, are going to stimulate me and excite me and not things that I feel are, you know, retreads, re you know, a, a certain sort of complacency, a certain sort of lowest common denominator, a certain sort of, look, we're all critical in our own. I mean, you need to be, I think you have to be, to be, I mean, art is art, it's subjective in that way, right? So I know people are obviously, you know, they sit and they watch me perform, they watch a show that I'm in. And they're going to have feelings about that as well. They should. Um, I think it's important to have those. I think it's important to stir up feelings whenever they may be. And I just think that's a product of, you know, getting older and seeing a lot of stuff and being blessed to be able to. And, you know, and still learn from everything I see, I think, too. And that's a wonderful. Another thing about the theater that I think, you know, we both love is that it it stimulates, it constantly stimulates you in a way that may be totally unexpected, may open up a whole other you know, whether it's a subject matter or, or a style of music or, a, or a, you know, an environmental, I mean, the way things now, you know, my God, the, 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 the risks that, you know, artists are taking and telling stories now are, are, you know, some of them are really quite thrilling and, you know, we need to keep evolving as well, as we know, to keep audiences coming. Yeah, it's interesting what, what you mentioned, Diego, about being a child and seeing theater and that same uh, feeling, that same joy can come from it. But yet, Brad, you speak to it. That we see theater from the eyes in which we have right now. Mm -hmm. You know, wh right. whether we're 10 right. years old, 50 years old, 70, you know, wherever we are, we see it in those eyes and with that perspective. And and right. so it's as much as the joy is there, you know, we grow up with theater, just like our roles change as actors, you know, from the Perfect. leading man to more the uncle or the dad. Now you're the grandpa, whatever it is. Exactly. So you know, exactly. it keeps, keep, exactly. keeps evolving and changing. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Now, speaking of relationship, you mentioned briefly a little bit earlier how the two of you were married by an artistic director of Arena Stage, but how did the two of you meet and come to know that this was more than a friendship? Well, picture it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Sophia. November 8th. <laughs> oh, wow, the date. 2005. Wow. Yeah. It was the first day of rehearsal for Damn Yankees at Arena Stage. Yes. Molly cast us both in Damn Yankees. Diego had done the, the year before or two years, right? Had done that same yeah. discretion at Arena. 
It was my first time actually coming home to work professionally in D.C. because I am from D.C. as well. So that's a, a wonderful thing. And they both yeah. they were doing damn Yankees because D.C. had just acquired yeah. the Washington Nationals, the Nationals. as a baseball team. Uh, okay. So I was at, uh, you know, some thing earlier that year in the summer, I had been asked by Arena Stage to participate in this thing. And I said, we sang Heart from Damn Yankees. And, you know, there were a couple other guys there that, you know, we all knew each other. And we were like, oh, I hope I know they're doing Damn Yankees. I hope this is a, you know, a shoe in for us. <laughs> and uh, certainly I think all of us were cast indeed mm-hmm. um, who were in that, that yeah. little uh, took part in that welcoming of the Washington Nationals to DC thing. But anyway, uh, so yeah, that was the first day of rehearsal, and we were across the street. The whole area has changed now. It's it's beautiful, but they had a rehearsal space across the street from the theater. And um, yeah, I just remember meeting Brad. He's walking down the hallway. I remember exactly where I was standing. But it was never like, I it, like when I met him, it wasn't like, ooh, a spark. Huh. Uh, it was very gradual. It's funny. It's we very, talked about it. It's very gradual. So funny. But it, it certainly started as a showman's and yeah. it, you know, being yeah. obviously the been together ever since. Yeah. Really? So from that they first did, day of uh, rehearsal, when you two started to get to know each other, a friendship basis, and then went off and did other things and came back years later, it's just been together ever since. No, and that, I mean, I, 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 after Damn Yankees finished, I did come back to New York. Right. Did, in dc but you know again that's a it's not a bad you were just long distance dating yeah exactly and it's my hometown so you know i go back and forth all the time anyway i live literally down the street yeah it was funny he lived very close to where my folks live you know i said so yeah i said i said i live near this amazing mexican restaurant your parents probably love it and he's like no my parents don't like mexican (laughs) i said oh and when i met him they were i told him where i lived and they're like you live right next to our favorite mexican restaurant (laughs) and i was like oh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Brad's like, I didn't know. Since when do you like Mexican to his parents? <laughs> but yeah, we were very close. So, oh so it, the whole it didn't even seem like long distance because we made it. Yeah, I mean, we were I had a car. So he had then, he yeah. decided to keep the car. You yeah, think yeah, at yeah. the time, so we were able to, you know. And then he, uh, yeah, moved up like two years later. And so I'm curious in watching each other perform. What do you love most about that? Oh well, you know, he just. I mean, he's. Just, I don't know, it's, it's, I can't put it as in words, really. What's like to watch my husband perform? Um, you know, I, it's sometimes it's like this video of the parents of this gymnast come to mind where they're watching their child do this at the Olympics perform and they're like, you know, like ducking every time. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> it's like that, like if it's an important night or something. Thing, you know, I'm like, oh God, I hope everything goes okay. But for the most part, I'm always just like so excited and, and, and I love how he has the, you know, the audience in the palm of his hands. And I, you know, I, I, he's, he's just a consummate professional and knows his craft so well. You know, it's like, it's, 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 it's a masterclass. Oh, well, you heard it here. Well, well there you go. Oh, well, I love you. Um, I feel, you know, look, I, you know, I obviously, I, I love this man very much and he's just such his heart, his joy, his passion, and all that stuff. So when I see Diego perform, um, when I hear him sing, when you know, in any capacity like that, it's um, it's his again. It's his way of sharing that with the rest of the world. You know, I feel so joyous that you know he's mine in that way. But when he performs, when he's not just—I mean, again, when he's just around people, that's pretty terrific too. But when he performs, you know what I mean. When you get to that that place uh, uh, of expression and um, Yes, it brings me so much joy and fills me with so much, uh, you know, pride. And 
Man, I'll tell you one thing that I will never forget is after we met uh, doing Damn Yankees, Diego was doing a production of Assassins and he was playing Booth, uh, which again is not necessarily traditional casting in the real world, right? We both, Diego and I, have played roles that we know we wouldn't get casted in the real world. But you know what I mean? Just whatever that means. And that actually now is really neither here nor there. So I take back everything I just said because it shouldn't be the case. Anyway. Diego was playing Booth in a production of Assassins, a very difficult piece to begin with. And I'm going to see him. And we are, obviously, we are together. And I'm, and I'd seen the work he had done in Damn Yankees, but this was something very different. And I was like, oh my God, I hope he's good. I hope I just want him to be good because I don't want to have to, you know, you don't want to have to lie. You know, you know what I mean? And all the things that go through my mind before, because this was the first time I was really seeing him in action otherwise. And his performance, I, I, you know, I just remember again. I was, I was so, my heart just swelled. I was so at ease. I was like, "Wow, look at him nailing this performance, doing a beautiful job, telling this story." You know, what a good actor, what a great voice. Because my God, to sing, to hear him sing that piece and 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 all of that. And uh, so, yes, but I will never forget that that moment because it was such a you know a big moment for me in that way. Because it's hard when you are. You know, when you both do the same thing and love the same thing, you know, uh, uh, different, I, maybe if it's a different sex, but being, you know, both being men, both being character men at that, um, you know, that can be tricky to navigate. And it's never been an issue. And again, because of the this wonderful man who said to me very soon after we were together, and we were in different places professionally. So that was something that, that, you know, we were able to acknowledge, but 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 when Diego said to me, "Your successes are my successes," I was like, "Okay, if you really mean that, then I'm in, and I love you so much." <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah, that is one of those things about you know us as actors. There's always those relationships we have in the business, or those of completely different. They're in the business world, or whatever it is. They're in a completely different field, and when there's that separation of professions then yeah you can you can kind of take you do you i'll do me great but when you're both in the same profession i remember every performer that i've dated i've hoped that they were if i'd never seen them before i hoped that they were good yeah right because yeah exactly. you don't want to be that oh <laughs> <laughs> you like fun out there exactly look at you up or there doing you yeah god <laughs> because it's so you know again what we do it's so personal it's so part of who you are you know who you are is what you do it's a very uh you know, a personal, I mean, it's a, it's a sort of a big thing. I mean, you know, ego in the sense of this is who I am, not look at me, but you know, the, the sense of this is my being and then the doing the thing I want to, you know, and love to do. And so, yes, it can be very tricky territory. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, both of you were professional actors by the time, you know, that OMB came to be in 1999, and then you, the two of you became involved. How did you both find out about it and become involved with the organization? Uh, I have a friend who was involved toward the be- the beginning of the organization, and it was through her that I started doing the benefits. And, uh, and I did the benefits for, gosh, many, many years, 10 to maybe even 15 years, and then I became an honorary board member prior to making the jump to being a real live board member. Um, uh, so yes, so I was just brought on again to to perform at a benefit. And the more I found out about the organization, uh, I just, you know, I, I, I thought, my gosh, but this, th- this is the true like healing power of the arts. Again, to take what we do and put it to its highest purpose. Because again, like we've talked about already, you know, again, storytelling, escape, transporting someone to another place that in this case actually does relieve and ideally help mitigate some of the circumstances that these children are in. So only make believe, uh, I thought, my gosh, this is, you know, this is terrific. I mean, I embraced it right away. So I was very passionate about it. And so when we met, Diego, of course, found out about the organization. Diego had done children's theater as well. He uh, uh, So he embraced it. He saw, he came up before he had moved up to the city. He came up and he was at one of the benefits. And the more he found out about it. That's know, how I was introduced. I was his plus one. Or a yeah, he came to one of the benefits that I was performing. Before, and I was like, this is right up my alley. Yeah. yeah. So did you immediately think, oh, I would like to be one of these actors? Absolutely. I grew up with, uh, my brother is developmentally disabled. So I grew up with special needs and, you know, doing special Olympics and all that kind of stuff. So I thought this this are you know and i've done a lot of children's theater in dc at the kennedy center i did three children's shows and a couple of tours with them and a lot of tya that was non-equity which was a whole different experience but um yes so i i definitely the first time i saw it and i knew what it was and i was like oh my god this is amazing that you're you know performing helping to raise money for this organization and you know uh he introduced me to pam and dina and everybody and yeah it was i i finally when i moved to new york and 2007 an opening they had auditions in 2009 and that's when i went in finally and you know because they don't you know they had they had quite um a company so they didn't have auditions all the time so you had to sort of wait but um yeah what do you remember most about your first show that you did with omb just i was so scared because i didn't you know the rehearsal process is not like a a broadway show or anything like that you don't you know you don't have weeks you know you pretty much have just like hours you know a rehearsal when all is said and done and you know i had seen you go see shows before you perform them and i had seen these amazing company members doing this you know and the way they interacted with the kids and they you know they would you know you would go off script i was like oh oh goodness not only do I not necessarily know all my lines, but I'm going to have to then go off script after not knowing my lines. So it just, 
that nervousness, that that whole thing. But then I remember like the first two minutes of it, I was just like, you know, that all went away and it was all about the children and, you know, the 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 joy that interacting with them and and yeah, just just the there was there was sheer fear at first and then uh, immediately afterwards it was amazing. And that's how it is sort of now. Sometimes I because they, you know, I have a full time job, so only make believe works with my schedule for the most part. And if I have some a show during the week, they usually try to make it in Manhattan. And uh yeah, they there are times when I'm like so busy at work and I have to do an OMB show. And then I go and once the show's over, I'm like perspective, you know, my the stress of my day has totally changed because, you know, I, I saw what was really, you know, important and like, you know, so yeah, I, I love it so much for so many reasons. And as much as there is a script, as you said, there is a lot of improv and a lot of interacting. Was that easy to jump on board with that? Or does that become a little difficult depending on the audience? No, it was it was relatively easy and fun. Um, it does depend on the audience and the, and the, the people who come to see you that particular show or what their abilities or disabilities are. Um, but no, there's we always try to find a way to incorporate the children and have their voices be heard one way or another. So no, it's become the more I do it, the easier it actually gets, you know, and watching other performers and how they do it um is also really fun and 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 it it then affects me and then I might change the way I do it the next time because you know our shows now our shows have changed a little bit, but for the most part, our shows used to be the same for a while. So uh, that was always fun is seeing somebody else do something or get an idea from someone else or be inspired by another actor and bring it to the next show that you do. You know, whether it's an accent or a, just whatever it may be. And Brad, you've gotten a chance to see some of these shows live. Oh, yeah. What do you think makes it so meaningful and impactful? Well, I mean, as an observer, what makes it so meaningful is just to see the response in these kids just to see how um you know it really again just say you know, they 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 go on for the ride it it's uh it does exactly what it's supposed to do and i've seen some you know some remarkable examples i mean some kids that really did not want to be there when they arrived and you know an hour later it's just a transformation and it's you know truly i mean to actually see it is remarkable in that way um and um and you know, again, the way that the actors do walk that tightrope because it's different every time. It's the the randomness and the variables are huge. So it really uh, uh, takes a certain skill as an actor, you know, an additional skill. I think these are special to me. These are special skills. You know, <laughs> I don't think it's some. I mean, I guess it's of course it's something I think I could learn to do. But I watch them in action and I think, wow. You know, because I'm not uh, like improv is not my favorite thing necessarily. You know what I mean? I'm a scripted kind of guy. And even though these are scripted shows and, you know, they, they are very interactive. So that's not scripted. Um, so, yes, I'm always amazed and delighted uh, by the performances, by the performers, because, you know, that's what the organization is all about. Uh, the board members do what they do. The executive staff, our amazing, amazing executive director, Tamala Aldridge, who I cannot say enough about, who really is, uh, yes, just the heartbeat of this organization right now. And I, I yes, we all adore. Um, so yeah, all these people come together to make this happen. But three actors at any given moment are truly 
the driving force and the engine of only make believe. And, um, and that's always thrilling for me to see, you know, again, as a performer, cause that's all I bring to this organization. You know, I'm not on the board because I'm bringing in hundreds of thousands of dollars, of, you know, from, you know, because that's not the world that I live in. Obviously I'm an actor. Right. Right. A, yeah. Ha ha ha. So, so yes. Yeah, so my whole thing is to bring talent to, for our benefits and what, you know, I don't have anything to do with the casting of the company members or whatever, but, but anyway, because that's my part of my interest in this organization and what I do, that's, that's always thrilling to me. And the fact that, you know, Diego is doing it and we are such an only make-believe family is, uh, yeah, it's very special. You know, for our wedding, we didn't need any gifts. We, we had pretty much everything we needed. So we asked, uh, yeah, if you want to give us something, make a donation to only make-believe. And, uh, many of our guests did, which was wonderful. And speaking of Tamala, she got her start with OMB herself as an actor and helped start the yes. DC branch. Yes. Whenever it moved to DC, did either of you think about going since that's where you're from? Well, I helped them do the yeah. DC. I went down and yeah. we held auditions. We were part of that. Because I lived there, they asked if you know I would go down. I happily, Dave, she and I drove down in our convertible. And yeah, it was it was a really fun experience. And and now they're thriving, which is amazing. But uh, yeah, when we helped them expand to DC, we went to three locations: um, Children's National Hospital, which is where my mother worked, and NIH, which is where Brad's mother volunteered. The Children's Inn at NIH. And then we went to the um, yeah. um, WIM. I don't remember, but some other facility where my friend Thalia was. You know, it's hilarious. Working. Yeah, yeah. So I knew somebody at each location. So that was really kind of fun and interesting. And they were they came to see the shows that we did with these kids, and it was just really fun to have like you know bring something from New York down to DC yeah. home to have everybody sort of experience yeah. it. That was really special. Absolutely, Brad. You've been in Broadway, Diego. You've been in New York a long time. You know, this is really the pinnacle of American theater, as we actors like to call it. But what do you think? makes the theater at OMB so much more special and meaningful. How is that, I guess, more theatrical, more to the heart and the beating pulse of theater than maybe even Broadway is? Well, I think it's because the focus is the children, really. You know, it's not about making money. It's not about, you know, um, building your resume because yeah. none of the actors got a job because they work at Only Make Believe. Well, not that I know of. Could happen. But you know what I mean. Um, it's just, it's everybody who, everybody who's a part of it, uh, knows it and understands it and wants to be part of this really incredible sort of, uh, healing, you know, power, like Brad was saying, that is the theater and, and give this to those who are, uh, less fortunate than us in one way or another, or who desperately need it or who yeah, you know, have that never moment. experienced that. And, and, yeah. you know, it, it, for the first time, there's spark that makes them say something that, you know, they've never spoken before. You know, it's, it's, it's. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, you know, look, as a country, we have, you know, we have an issue as we know with our arts, arts funding and appreciation of the arts and exposure to the arts and all this stuff. And that just, you know, that is what it is. And commercial theater that is what what it is and this has nothing to to do with that in that way you know as far as that goes and and so um again to separate and to to take something that yes is theatrical in nature but to put it to use you know in this very different way you know literally sort of in a in a medical way shall we say in a scientific way that is 
you know, it's proven. We know exactly. You know, so that is, and that's something that can happen anywhere. We have a board member who, as a child, was in hospital a lot and had one specific experience that he never forgot because it was the one place he was in his journey where there was some kind of something like this, where actors came in, something, I don't know exactly what it was, but it had such an impact on him. And now he's one of our, you know, amazing board member, another person who comes again with a personal, you know, a vested interest in what we do in that way. Not just, this sounds great, I want to help, mm. which is wonderful too. We want all those people. <laughs> this is someone, you know, again, who, who, you know, comes to it in that respect. So, so yes, this can happen anywhere. And and it is only make believes gold. Look, we obviously DC has been a big success now as far as the the locations we now serve down there. We're based basically, we're almost based there now as far as you know. But anyway, so DC, New York are you know right now the heartbeats. But we are constantly expanding and trying and testing out different you know ways yeah, of the pandemic. The one thing that and did, then exactly yeah. having to go virtual, having to go virtual, we could be anywhere really you know, um, opened up our access to other hospitals across the country. I mean, we're performing, you know, um, on the West coast, you know, yeah, I mean, we were able to do some sort of find an interactive way, even though, even though we really, obviously the, the, the in-person is where we thrive where, and the, and the, our audience thrives and our, our, the patients thrive. Um, it's still, it's something that has enabled us to reach yeah, you know, even though it's again not in person, it it's something that we have. Yeah, you know that the pandemic sort of gave. Look, us. I mean, yeah, it kept us. You know, it kept us going because we 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 didn't just shut down. Which, if we continued to only do this in the live experience, which is how it was originally founded and and always was for you know for years. Um, but no, we again, thanks to our extraordinary leadership, we were able to pivot, do this virtual, open this virtual world now. But yes, ideally, that is a means to an end. But ideally, the real work, as we know, is live and in person. But but to be able to again, though, and you know, mm-hmm. to be able to expose OMB to to facilities all over the country virtually is a wonderful thing because hopefully, maybe somewhere down the line, yeah, it becomes and I think it'll experience. spread to other cities eventually. You know, yeah. cities that have their own core. You know, like DC has a ton of actors who live in DC. You know, you. Yeah, the logistics of right of the having a company of actors, company, you because know, you know you go back week after week, you know, for three weeks, four weeks, yeah. depending on the cycle and, of the system. Yeah, you know, with everything that we offer in terms of like costumes and props and stuff like that, of course, you know, it's costly. But being able to start somewhere virtually, I think, has been just really cool experience. Being able to reach kids, and even though you can't, you know, you're not in person, they pop up on the screen and you interact with them, and you yeah. know, it's just it's great. It's really great. And with us being actors, you know, we have other auditions. We have, you know, constantly we're doing other things. Diego, you have a a regular nine to five job kind of thing. You know, so we have finite resources of time and energy, but yet, you know, we have this boundless passion for the arts and what we do. What is it about OMB specifically that makes that such an important ingredient in your own life? You know, again, seeing it in action, seeing that little girl who walked out of the room an hour later you know, holding her IV, but, but seeing a different child walk out of that room an hour later. I mean, that just, you know, it comes down to that, 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 that image to me is a distilled sort of like, this is what we do. 
And this is why I do then what I do. I mean, we're putting together our annual benefit now, our big, you know, OMB on Broadway, which is going to be another great night, November 6th. I think that's right. So November 6th. Thank you. Thank you. I don't want to get the day wrong. Yes. Question here. Well, a a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) But good. We've confirmed it. Thank you, gentlemen, at the Broadhurst Theater on 44th Street, where I made my Broadway debut in Aspects of Love. But anyway, so um, my point being, yes, that's why I do what I do. And I think that's also why Diego, and my God. I mean, you know, again, it's family, said, it's my family. It's another extension of, you know, it's it, of me. I've been there yeah. for so long now. Yeah. It's like, you know, it was never a question of, you know, what the organization can do for me. It was more, it was always what I can do for them, you know. And through my work, my nine to five even, I try to do as much as I can for all the make-believe in terms of, you know. Diego's in visual mar- visual marketing. So any sort of you know, stuff, I've yeah. got backdrops for the gala. And step and like repeat, that. step and repeat. You know, the office, the whole office, the renew that we did, it, sort of renovated. Um, Jamie, our amazing Jamie, painted, but then we printed these vinyls and mounted them on the wall and have, you know, graphics up on the wall. And, and you know, anything I can do for them, I do because I, you know, they mean the world to us. I feel the exact same. Yeah, I've never asked what OMB can do for me. It's how can I help? Mm -hmm. What do you need? What can I do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that that speaks to, as you say, Tamala is now, you know, heading it up. But even before with Dina, the different executive directors they've had throughout the years, I think that they picked good people to lead the organization. And it always keeps bringing me back. As it keeps changing, I still want to be a part of them. Right. Yeah. It's very special. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out to speak with me. So good to see you both. Thank you, Patrick. And for all you do. Yeah, we'll see you. You'll be you do. You'll be there on the sixth. I'll be there. I'll be there. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. To learn more about Only Make Believe and how you can support them and be a part of their mission to help children, then please visit onlymakebelieve.org for more information. I'm Patrick Oliver-Jones, and be sure to join me next week with another member of the OMB family here on the Spotlight Series. That is our show. It's time to go. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.